Bruce Cook is honored to have you join his conversations with people committed to talking with heart and brain functions in full operating gear. No spin, no agenda, just authentic conversation on just about anything. Welcome to the Bruce Cook Conversation. Business consultant Mike Goldman joins Bruce to talk about the effect the pandemic is having on businesses, small and large. Goldman wrote the book, Breakthrough Leadership Team, Strengthening the Heart and Soul of Your Company. In the second half hour, restaurateur J.D. Clow, managing partner and founder of the winery restaurants in Southern California, talks with Bruce about the challenges and the difficulties during the pandemic, especially family-owned businesses and the road back. Live on AMA 30 KLAA tonight, Bruce Cook wraps up the week with talk that's worth tuning into. Sports, people, politics, life, authentic, real and happening now. Here's your host, Bruce Cook. Brought to you by New Directions for Women. We know recovery. Good Sunday evening, radio listeners. I'm Bruce Cook, and of course, this is AMA 30 KLAA Radio. Orange County, Los Angeles, Inland Empire. Our subject tonight is going to be a tough one because so many of you listening tonight are probably in this boat, and it's a boat that is barely holding water. It's called the boat of business in America under this COVID-19 quarantine. In our second half hour together, our broadcast is going to introduce to J.C. Clow. J.C. is a really kind of a, a legendary restaurateur in Southern California. Many of you probably call his uh, dining rooms your destination for a luxury dinner. He operates uh, the winery in Tustin, California, in Newport Beach, California, and also in La Jolla. We're going to talk about the challenges, the difficulties, and the road back in the restaurant business. But up first, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to meet a man who's coming to us live tonight from northern New Jersey. His name is Mike Goldman, and we talked earlier in the week. Mike told me that he's just far enough from New York City to be safe. So we're happy for that. Mr. Goldman is a nationally recognized business consultant, an expert in helping business teams manage their challenges, rise above them, solve their problems, move forward. What better than talk to Mr. Goldman, Mr. Mike Goldman, tonight? For years, he was associated with the very well-known consulting firm of Accenture and Deloitte. But a few years ago, he decided it was time to go out on his own, and he started a business called Performance Breakthrough. That was back in two, uh, 2017. He has also written a book, which is coming out now, and it's based on his business name, Performance Breakthrough. We're going to talk about that. But most importantly tonight, people... We want to talk about what your challenges are in business right now and how you can get through it and get to the other side. So on that, before I say hello to Mike, don't forget, you're welcome to call in tonight. If you are a small business owner or if you are just out of work and trying to figure out your next job and how you're going to get there and who you're going to go to work for, you can join us. 714-2-830-830. On that... Mike, are you there? I'm here, Bruce. How are you? I'm doing great, and I'm I'm happy to say that the best things are that we are healthy, we are surviving, we're, we're not getting sick, we're staying home, we're doing what we're supposed to be doing, and I know you are too. Absolutely. On that note, what do you say to all of these small business people that are listening on radio in Southern California tonight, whose restaurants are closed, whose car dealerships are closed, whose uh, nail salons, beauty salons, massage parlors are closed. And what about the bigger businesses? The biggest shopping center in Southern California, the famous all over the country, is called South Coast Plaza. Closed. What do you say? 
it's a tough time, Bruce. It's a tough time for everybody. And it's easy for a coach like me to say, uh, well, let's look at the opportunities that are out there and look on the bright side. But we're never going to look back on this and say, thank God that happened, right? I mean, this is, we're all going through a horrible time. But what I will say is that businesses that stay focused, I believe businesses that, that continue to strengthen themselves, especially at a leadership team level. And that's what my new book is all about. Is it's about creating great leadership teams. It starts from there. And, and I, I, coming out of all this, whatever that new normal looks like, we're going to have two different types of scenarios for companies. There are going to be companies that come out of this because of the way they've dealt with it, come out of it actually much stronger than before. In what and way, Mike? Have, in what way? How will they be stronger? Well, companies could be stronger. Uh, you know, I have clients right now who are living their core values like they've never have before. They're taking this time to strengthen their culture within their organization to double and triple the amount of communication they're doing with their, their, their team members, their employees, with their, their, their clients or their customers. And it's those companies that are really, fo- not, not inwardly focused, but outwardly focused on helping their employees and helping their, their vendors and helping their clients and customers. Those are the companies gonna, that are going to wind up stronger on the other side of this. And I'm not saying two months from now they're going to be stronger than where they were before. This is going to be a long trek. For all of us. How long do you think? You know, it's so hard to say. If if, if I knew that, I'd be a genius. I don't think anybody knows that. But I think it, it all depends, certainly, what industry you're in, you know, the type of company you are. There are, you know, I have clients right now that, that are that are still going strong and others that have totally closed up shop. You know, restaurants, obviously, that have totally closed up shop. So it depends on the industry you're in. But even if the company, if the country and, and you know, it'll go state by state, but, but if states start opening up again for business a month from now or two months from now, that doesn't mean things are going to go back to normal a month or two months months from now. It's going to be a slow trek. We're, we're going to have a, you know, an economy really in a hole for, you know, the next year plus, maybe the next two years. Now, that doesn't mean every company is going to be doing horribly. Again, that means, you know, the companies that really, really have strong leadership teams really focus. And by the way, focus not only on the day-to-day right now. I mean, companies have to focus on having enough cash flow right now to just, just get through the next Next week and the next month, but the best companies are actually looking up further than that and saying, how do I pivot my strategy? How do I pivot what I'm doing so I'm stronger on the other side of this whole thing? Do you think that an element of really strong creativity is necessary to, to reach this level that you're talking about? Because so many business guys are used to a formula to keep their business going, and when, when everything sort of falls apart, if you don't have that creative instinct to figure out a way around it, how do you get that? How do you learn it? How do you find it? Yeah, it's a great point, Bruce. And I actually think it's a combination of two things that uh, actually sound like they're, they're the opposite of each other, but you need both of them. And one, one is that creativity and flexibility to say, are there new clients that I ought to be focused on? Are there new products and services that may work better in this market? And, and once we get to the other side of all this, so, so that creativity and that flexibility, to your point, is critical. But the other side of it, which sounds like the opposite, is structure and discipline is critical. One of the things I stress with my clients is a specific planning and meeting rhythm that they need to have. Now, this was before the COVID crisis. It's become even more important. So if leadership teams were meeting once a week to make sure they were moving forward on their strategy, they may need to meet three, four, five times a week now. So, so it's that structure of making sure you've got that discipline and you continue to move forward, hold people accountable day in and day out, week in and week out. But on the other side, we've got to step back and say, how do we pivot in this environment because what I want company, the, the, the perspective I want companies to have, and I know the perspective I've got on my own business, is a year from now, companies ought to look back on this 
and say, that was a horrible time. I would never go back there. Horrible time. Wish it never happened. But you know what? If that didn't happen, my business would never be where it is today. Thank God I picked my head up out of the, the urgency of the, the moment. I pivoted. I kept my discipline. I, I injected more creativity. And I'm even stronger now than I was before. Well, I hope everybody's listening because this is all great advice and it's inspirational also, and we need a little positivity. Let me be specific. In your resume that I was reading, uh, your many years with Accenture and Deloitte, you had major clients in the apparel industry. If, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you represented Chanel and Polo Ralph Lauren, department stores like Dillard's. The apparel industry is one of the hardest hit right now with sales basically all down the tube, 50% of norm or nothing if the stores are completely closed and they don't have online shopping. What would you say to all the mom and pop stores all over the country that are, that are closed that don't have Amazon or they don't have you know, Neiman Marcus or Bloomingdale's online? How will they take advantage of what you're talking about? How will they stay alive and what will they learn? Well, those stores actually do have Amazon if they if they uh, you know if they've got the right price uh, the, the right process. It actually is uh, you know e-commerce e online online selling is is a great equalizer. Macy's doesn't necessarily have anything over the mom and pop store when it comes to product online in a lot of ways. So you don't have to be a Neiman Marcus or a Macy's or a Dillard's to be selling online. You don't have to be a Nike or a Polo Ralph Lauren to be selling on Amazon. The mom and pop can sell on Amazon as well, and there are actually organizations out there. I happen to have one, one that's a client, one that's a good friend. There are organizations out there that make their living by helping smaller organizations, whether it's a mom-and-pop retailer or a mom-and-pop mom uh, uh, manufacturer and distributor of, of apparel, there are companies out there that, that will help you get online and either sell yourselves over your own website, although that's not always a great idea because who knows to go to the mom-and-pop to buy from them, but will help you sell over Amazon or sell on eBay or sell on Walmart.com. So you can, even if you're a mom and pop, get out there and build an e-commerce business. The world was, has been heading there for a long, long time anyway. And every year, the percent of, of uh, business, whether it's uh, you know apparel or footwear or accessories or, or any product and service, we know for the last you know 10 plus years, the percent of, of online retail has been going up. And what this is going to do for some companies, uh, you know, to, to their detriment, for others uh, to their advantage, what this is going to do and has done is just accelerate that trend even further. I, I think you're right, Mike. Uh, online is going to get bigger and bigger. But you know what? You brought something up that I have to ask, and that is when all this ends and stores can reopen, I think – a lot of Americans, myself included, have not been shopping, have not been buying much in the last month or two, have realized, I don't need that much. I don't need that many clothes. I don't need more shoes. Do you think that that is going to change the landscape? When we talked at the beginning of the hour, you said, you know, culture is going to change. Do you think people are going to buy as much? Are they going to... Are they going to get, as you said, to their core values that maybe I don't need this? How's that going to impact our business life? Yeah, I think there, there are going to be a number of changes that become permanent out of this. And there, may, there certainly will be some changes to people's values and, and family being more important and, uh, you know, and friends being more important and working from home being more important. Think of what's going to happen to the commercial real estate industry. As companies realize, you know what, I've got people working from home on these Zoom meetings, and you know what, they're, they're just as productive, in fact, in some cases, more productive and less costly. than they were before, and, and less costly. 
you know, and we get to live a little bit more of a holistic life and, and, and spend some more time with our family as long as we know, you know, when to shut it off, right? Because you could easy, easily turn that into a 20-hour workday in front of the computer the whole time. So I think there are going to be a number of changes coming out of this. I don't, will people buy less clothing because of this? I'm not so, so sure that's the case. I will tell you when, when things uh, start to get back to normal, and you can't see my air quotes <laughs> with my hand, but who knows what normal is going to look like, you know, these retailers are not just going to open up again and be ready to sell all these goods. Companies are going to have to be ready, and, and for those, especially smaller businesses, the larger businesses as well, when you have to think when you open up your establishment again, and, and I hope and pray that you, that you have enough cash and, and, and creativity to make it that long for when you open back up, but when you do, you've really got to get ready to relaunch your business. And have a strategy. Mike, on that, I'm going to stop because we've got to take our first commercial break. But when we come back, let's continue on that track. Ladies and gentlemen, Angels Radio listeners, I'm Bruce Cook. Call me if you want to talk. 714-2-830-830. We'll be right back. Angels Radio. AM 30. Asking for help in life takes bravery. Women addicted to alcohol and drugs know this very well. Most suffer silently while their lives fall apart, their children and their families in crisis. For more than 40 years in Southern California, New Directions for Women has helped addicted women recover in a nationally recognized treatment facility in Costa Mesa. Their doors are wide open it just takes the first step. Call New Directions for Women. The number is 888-786-0509. Again, 888-786-0509. You can also visit them at www.newdirectionsforwomen.org. New Directions for Women. They know recovery. Becoming an excellent athlete takes hours of practice. It also takes hours of practice for a team to develop real defensive driving skills, car control, crash avoidance, and the skills to handle crisis situations. The Master Drive program teaches more than just the basics needed to get a license. Your son or daughter will learn the skills they need to become a safe driver and make better decisions. Classes start soon at Angel Stadium. Get the best for your new driver. Go to masterdrive.com for more information and a demonstration. Chef Jamie Gwen here with a safe shopping tip from my friends at Melissa's Produce, the largest provider of specialty produce in the U.S. and always fresh at your local supermarket. Today's top tip, per the FDA, wash your hands for 20 seconds after handling your groceries. Use disinfecting wipes and hand sanitizer when possible. To order your produce direct to your front door, go to melissas.com and follow on social at Melissa's Produce. And that's your safe shopping tip from Melissa's. If the woman you love, your mother, wife, daughter, sister, partner, or friend is on a downward spiral from substance abuse and doesn't know where to turn, let us help. New Directions for Women, a Costa Mesa-based addiction treatment facility, has the answer. Since 1977, we have helped over 5,000 women change their lives, returning them to sober, healthy living, restoring love, hope, and dignity to them and their families. Don't wait another day. The woman you love needs your help now. Call us at 888-786-0509 or visit us at www.newdirectionsforwomen.org. Again, 888-786-0509. New Directions for Women. We know recovery. To talk to Bruce Cook, pick up the phone and dial 714-2830-830. It's Sunday Night Live on AMA 30, KLAA Radio. I'm Bruce Cook. My guest tonight this half hour is Mike Goldman, calling in from New Jersey tonight, a nationally recognized business consultant. And we are talking about how to survive 
this COVID-19 in the world of business. And a lot of you out there are dealing with this. And I hope you're listening because he's got some great advice. We left before the commercial break talking about strategy when we open up again. It's not just going to be, ladies and gentlemen, that the flip switch, the, the whatever you call the switch flips, and you can just go right back into your old ways. You got to have a new strategy. Mike, keep talking. When things go back to some semblance of normal, whatever that looks like, you've got to have a strategy, as we said before the commercial, to relaunch your business. And that means a number of things. You know, that, that may mean, you know, marketing, that you're open for business, business again. That means uh, making sure that you, your team feels, feels comfortable and safe and, and, you know, energized by going back to work again. It is not a foregone conclusion. How will, marketing, the, how will marketing change in the new age, Mike? What do you see happening? Well, I, it, it's already started to happen in, in that, uh, you know, th there are, you see marketing out there now. Some of it is incredibly tone deaf, where people are set marketing and selling as if this is a normal situation. And the, 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 the people that, that, that I know I'm listening to as a consumer and my clients are listening to are those folks that are marketing and selling but doing it from a standpoint of helping. This is a time to move from traditional selling and marketing to helping and adding value. Now, at some point, I think we're going to go back to selling and marketing that looks a heck of a lot like, like it's always looked. But, but to, to really start things off, you've got to take a, a more help, helpful, softer tone on things. You know, one of the producers here at the radio station, as I came in tonight, he's a young man. He has multiple jobs, like so many young people do. And he's, one of his other jobs is working in a restaurant. And he said to me, when this reopens, it's going to be a whole different experience for me. I'm not sure how I'm going to be able to handle it. Working in the restaurant with, you know, tables six feet apart and wearing gloves and maybe a mask and and it's going to be really weird. And I don't know what to expect. How would a manager of a business like that, since we're talking about the leadership quality and bringing your employees into the fold, how would a manager handle that and making that employee feel really comfortable in a very strange new world? Yeah, and it's got to start now. Right. If you if you're if if you uh, you know are are someone that opens back up, let's say a month from now, those conversations need to be starting now. You need to make sure your employees understand that not only do you have empathy for them and what they're going through, you're going through a lot of the same things, but that they really feel like you care. You care about them. It's not just about throwing them back into work. Let's face it. Some people, when it's time to go back to work, they may not feel comfortable going back to work. You know, the, Trump may say we're ready to go back. The governor of the state may say we're ready to go back. But someone may say, hey, look, I'm just not comfortable doing this. So as a leader, you've got to be communicating now more than ever with your employees, making sure they know you care, taking the pulse of how they feel as well. So when the time comes to get back to work, a greater percentage of your folks are, are going to be energized to do that and feel like you're, you're, really, uh, you're really going to be protecting them in the process. It's so important to hear that because, frankly, I think most people will never be totally comfortable until science comes up with a vaccine and or government comes up with a plan to totally isolate those that do get sick away from the general public. Otherwise, as so many of the critics and pundits and politicians have said, we could end up in much worse waters if we do not handle this carefully. Mike, do you yeah, have... I actually, I actually, sorry, Bruce, I, I have the opposite concern as well, that as things, I know in, in New York and New Jersey, it looks like we've hit the peak and it's starting to, the number of deaths per day is starting to go down. I have the opposite fear that people are going to say, great, I don't have to be careful anymore. I can go out. I don't have to wear a mask. I can go into stores. I don't have to wear gloves. I don't have to wash my hands as much. And then the whole thing starts all over again. So I think we've got to be careful on both sides. Well, you're so right. And that is a major, major problem, because if that does happen, and it certainly could, because we know 
human nature tends to forget really fast and the news cycle forgets really fast and that could happen and we could be in a lot of trouble the only caveat we're getting off your subject a little bit but we have to talk about it the caveat or the blessing or whatever you want to call it hopefully most flu even one as serious as this does tend to subside as the warmer weather comes on so we will have a break where it will not be so bad and it'll give us more time to try and figure it out but as all the scientists are predicting if we don't figure it out it's likely to return in the fall and winter of next year my question to you as we have five more minutes together do you have a series maybe a numerical series of a top three or a top five pieces of advice to radio listeners in Southern California tonight of what they should be doing in in terms of priority? Yeah, it's a great question. I would say number one, um, as an employee or as a business leader or a business owner, it starts with you've got to figure out some ways to keep your own head on straight. Um, it's really easy to stop exercising while this is going on. If you had a great exercise regimen before, it's really easy to stop meditating if you were meditating before. Whatever you were doing before, you need double because if you don't have your head on straight, if you're not managing your emotions and kind of being a great self-leader, you're not going anywhere. So I think that's number one. Number two, I said earlier, is the frequency of communications, whether you're still uh, open for business and communicating with your employees or, or whether you've had to close up shop for a while and still ought to be communicating with employees, you, you at least have to double or triple your frequency of commu your communication with your teams and with your clients. Uh, so that's number two. Number three is even though this crisis is right in front of us and we're dealing with the urgent, you've got to pick your head up and look out the next 90 days, the next 180 days, the next year, and say, where am I heading with my business? You need to get strategic. Look for those opportunities. Uh, number four, and, and I'll give you five, number four is you need to be strengthening your leadership team. As your leadership team goes, so goes your company. And if your leadership team is strong, you could be resilient through this and resilient no matter what, what life throws at you down the road. So that's number four. And then I'd say number five, cash is king. Cash management's important, especially as we talked earlier about having to relaunch your business when you open up again. You really have to be stewards of your cash flow, manage that cash in a level of detail you probably never have before, become expert uh, at, at accelerating cash like you've never had before. And by the way, if you do all those things, you're, gonna, you're not only going to get through this, but you're going to thrive and be much stronger on the other side of all this. Great advice, Mike. How do we get your book? Talk about the book. Plug the book. So, uh, so I've got a, a second book coming out. I'll, I'll plug that first. Um, I've got a book launching on April 28th called Breakthrough Leadership Team. Uh, and it's all about how a leadership team is really the heart and soul of your company. That's for sale on Amazon. My first book is called Performance Breakthrough, The Four Secrets of Passionate Organizations. That's also for sale on Amazon. And if you just wanted to find out more about me and my coaching and what I do and some other great tools and assessments, uh, it's mike-goldman.com. Mike-goldman.com. Well, it's been a great half hour. Appreciate your input. It's been very informative. Thank you for taking the time. We're honored to have you on AMA 30 tonight. Mike Goldman, have a safe week. Keep in touch. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Stay safe and stay healthy. Likewise. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Bruce Cook, and this is Sunday Night Live on AMA 30 KLAA. When we come back, you're going to meet our famous restaurateur in Orange County, J.C. Clow, and we're going to talk about the challenges of operating and running one of Orange County and San Diego County's most prized luxury restaurants during this time of crisis. So stay with me, everybody. We'll be right back. Angels Radio, AMA 30. If the woman you love, your mom, wife, daughter, sister, partner, or friend is on a downward spiral from substance abuse and doesn't know where to turn, New Directions for Women can help. It's a Costa Mesa-based 
addiction treatment facility that has the answer. Since 1977, New Directions for Women has helped more than 5,000 women change their lives, returning them to sobriety, healthy living, restoring love and hope, and providing dignity for them and for their families. Don't waste another day. The woman you love needs your help now. Call New Directions. The number is 888-786-0509. Once again, call 888-786-0509 or visit them at www.newdirectionsforwomen.org. That's New Directions for Women. They know recovery. Introducing the latest and smartest gadget to keep you and your family safe. It's wireless, requires no batteries, and can process information in as little as 13 milliseconds. I'm talking about you. Me? That's right, you. You can keep your family and neighborhood safe by contacting 811 before you plan to dig in your garden or yard to avoid hitting utility-owned underground natural gas lines. Contact 811 at least two working days prior to starting any construction project. To learn more, visit SoCalGas.com slash be safe. Flo here with a word that's just weird. Terry cloth. Who exactly is Terry? And why does he get his own fabric? Did he journey below SPF 50? Fight off some weeds and his daffodils? Hmm. How about a word for everyone? Flotection. Yeah, I just made it up. But I'm not making up how great it feels when me and Progressive protect your new home. Ever think of that, Terry? No. Terry only thinks of himself. Save an average of 17% on car insurance when you bundle home and auto through Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Asking for help in life takes bravery. Women addicted to alcohol and drugs know this too well. Most suffer silently while their lives fall apart, their children and families in crisis. For more than 40 years in Southern California, New Directions for Women have helped addicted women recover at our nationally recognized addiction treatment center in Costa Mesa. Our door is wide open. Take the first step. Call us at 888-786-0509 or visit us at www.newdirectionsforwomen.org. Again, 888 888- Seven eight six zero five zero nine. New directions for women. We know recovery. Bruce Cook wants to hear from you. Now back to your host, Bruce Cook. Angels Radio listeners, I'm Bruce Cook. It's Sunday Night Live here on AM eight thirty KLAA. If you are a fan of fine dining, ladies and gentlemen, in Southern California, then I'm sure you've heard of the Winery Restaurant. It is located not only in Tustin, which I believe was its original location, but it is also thriving in Newport Beach and in La Jolla. It is run by a man named J.C. Clow. His family, his team, his chefs, his whole staff, it is a family business, and in these difficult times. It is a business that is sticking together and holding together by any means possible to return. It's funny, but just before we got JC on the line, and you'll meet him in a second, ladies and gentlemen, my board op sitting in the other room said to me over the the earphones, you know, that winery restaurant, that is my destination as soon as this stupid pandemic is over. So let me tell you a little bit about JC. 30-year restaurateur in Southern California, a list of experiences at fine dining rooms in Los Angeles and Orange County, 12 years at Morton's at South Coast Plaza before he started winery. He is one of the experts, ladies and gentlemen. He knows his stuff. And he's going to join us tonight, right now, to talk about what it's like to deal with this situation, what his plans are, how he's going to come out of it, and what's going to happen. If you are in the restaurant business and you're listening You want to talk to somebody that knows what's happening and knows how to survive this, join us, 714-2-830-830. With that, welcome, JC. Are you online? Bruce, how are you, my friend? Good good to talk to you. I'm doing well. How are you? Well, I enjoyed – I'm doing good. I'm doing good, my friend. I enjoyed uh, listening to your first half-hour segment with with Mike, uh, very informative and – 
and uh, I thought that was a, a great segment that you guys had together. So thanks for uh, thanks for having him on. Well, I appreciate your listening. You know, he brought up that major topic of leadership in in business and in small business. You have to run an operation with a lot of people, a lot of moving parts, and this hits you like a brick. Were you prepared and were you not prepared? What was good and what was bad? What would you have done better and how are you able to stay with it? You know, Bruce, I'll tell you, I don't think anybody was ready for this. You know, the uh, I know you know all these stats already, but... You know, the hospitality industry, we employ about 10% of the, the workforce in the United States. You know, it's about 16 million people across our, our beautiful country. And I, if anybody else comes on and, and tells you they were ready and they saw this coming, I, I find it hard to believe. So I think this, you know, this pandemic all hit us like a freight train. And nobody has a crystal ball we just didn't anticipate this nor nor see what was coming but i will tell you this that the people in the in the restaurant business in the hospitality industry are are strong individuals we're fighters and you know this isn't the first time we've we've been through some tough times on granted nothing like this i don't think any of you or i are you know, most of us uh, have seen anything like this in our lifetime. But, uh, you know, we've, we made it through the recession, and, you know, that was that was a killer. Yeah, it was. It sure was. industry. You know, especially especially fine dining. You know, our, our, our segment of the, of the business took a, took a rough, you know, a rough hit. And it, was a, it was a tough climb out of that. But um, right now, when you look at, you know, the numbers out there, gosh, I think – just in you know, just in March alone, uh, you know, we had uh, we had one you know in California a million and a half jobs in the restaurant business and and, and lost six hundred thousand in March. You know that's just crazy. How many employees do you have, and how many have been on furlough or laid off? How many have you been able to keep? What are you doing? Well, I'll tell you this, Bruce. We haven't been able to keep enough, and that's uh, you know for myself. My two partners, you know, William Lewis and Yvonne Getz, you know, our, our chef. Uh, actually, it's my little buddy's birthday today, so uh, born and raised in, in Strasburg, and he's, he's here celebrating, working, and cooking, and doing uh, to-go and, and curbside pickup and, and takeout and delivery. But, you know, we have over 200 family members. and It's a lot of people to take care of. Let me tell you, it's a lot of people, and we have not not been able to uh we had to furlough the majority of them unfortunately but you know our goal for my partners and myself is to get every single one of them back you know bruce honestly some of these uh family members who've been with us for 25 years i mean this is you know we've only had our own company here for for 13 years but a lot of our staff goes back to you know either the the ritz carlton days where where chef was for 14 years before we took him away from the Ritz-Carlton chain. And and the same for William and I at, at Morton's. You know, we have several employees and really family members that have been with us. And this is just tough. We've, we've never encountered anything like this before. And it's, it's really, really difficult. I know that, you know, obviously in our industry, especially for the front of the house employees, you know, they, they make their living on gratuities and tips. And this is, this is just a, a, a really difficult time in my heart goes out my prayers to not just my family and and our staff you know our 200 family members that are furloughed but to everyone else in the hospitality industry across our country and small businesses and everyone in general this this pandemic is horrific and i just uh my heart goes out to all those that have been infected and impacted the families that you know aren't able to to spend quality time with those individuals that they passed and so in some cases, haven't even, as you know, haven't been able to, to see them. It's just absolutely horrible. Have you been able to apply for the CARES Act to receive governmental assistance to perhaps pay some of these people if this keeps going on? You know, we jumped on that, Bruce, as, as soon as I could. God bless my partners. They kind of uh, left me alone with uh, we have a, a fabulous partner in uh, Union Bank who's been our our banker for many many years and we jumped at the front of the bus and uh, 
you know, we had our applications ready to go before uh, we could even really submit. But, you know, with the Treasury and the, the SBA, the, the rules kept changing, the applications kept changing. Uh, but, yes, we were able to take advantage and, uh, you know, praise the Lord that, that we got in there and we will be hopefully here in the, in the very, very near future, uh, hopefully this week, possibly receiving those, those funds for, um, for our business, which, you know, not only do we need, but to the majority of the, you know, the restaurant industry, hospitality industry, from the hotels to the mom and pops, I'm sure you just saw Ruth, Ruth Chris, you know, they got $20 million from the CARES Act. And, uh, that's been, that's some... been kind of controversial, JC. You know, a lot of, a lot of little guys are saying, wow, they got 20 plus million and I, you know, I need a little bit and there's not enough to go around. I mean, that's a problem. I concur. And I, you know, my, I'm a, you know, a, a small restaurant, you know, with three restaurants, I'm, I'm considered, you know, and 200 family members, we're still considered a very small business, obviously. Uh, and I think it's, I think it's a travesty that some of the, the small business, not just in the hospitality industry, but small business in general, uh, that $349 billion, you know, went as, as quick as in the blink of an eye. Yeah, and, it sure did. And as you know, if you were with uh, Wells Fargo, boy, they you know they got shut down in the first day. Um, so that that was a tough road. But you know, I think a lot of the smaller community banks actually beat some of the bigger banks out there to the punch. And you know, and I'm I'm glad that they were able to step up. But I'm super appreciative of the individuals that who took care of us from. Uh, from, you know, Union from Union Bank. Bank because they were they were right there for us. Will you do you think you'll be getting enough money to help pay for some of these employees to bring them back or to keep them on salary or you don't know? I think we're going to be in in good shape. You know, our intent is to bring back all of our staff, all of our family to have them come back. You know, we were we had a, a phenomenal December season. January was. Uh, was good, which, as you know, is not always uh, a fabulous month in the hospitality industry, but we had a solid January. And then February, February was, was fantastic. February in our La Jolla location was one of the best months that, that we've had. And so, uh, you know, we had felt that we were kicking off the year with a great start, and my partners and I were uh, were just overjoyed with the start of the year. But, boy, um you know, we just got hit with a, a frying pan over the head when when all this came when all this came down. So, uh, but we do we do anticipate bringing all of our family back on, and I think the uh, you know we're thankful for you know President Trump and, and signing you know the CARES Act and the, specifically for us it's the you know the PPP loan uh, that made you know sense and was was beneficial or monetarily advantageous for us, and that's that's the route we're going. You also are lucky because, well, lucky's not the word. You've built it. You have very loyal clientele, people that have come that come to your restaurants all the time, trust it, love being there, and they will come back. I say this because I know so many of them that, that uh, are so fond of the winery. A lot of restaurants have that, but even still, the margins in the restaurant business are so slim, unfortunately, a lot of them are going to go away. But my question to you is, when you come back, will it be the same? Will it be just the same? Or are you figuring out, like we talked in the half hour with Mike Goldman, any kind of new strategy, any kind of new marketing, any kind of new assurance to your customers that it's going to be safe, it's going to be fabulous, it's all going to be great? Are you going to have to separate the tables, for example? I'll leave you with that because we've got to take a commercial break. J.C. Clow, ladies and gentlemen, proprietor for the winery restaurants Tustin, Newport Beach, and La Jolla. I'm Bruce Cook tonight on Angels Radio. We're talking the restaurant business during COVID-19, and we're going to be back in two minutes, so don't go away. Angels Radio. AMA 30. Asking for help in life takes bravery. Women addicted to alcohol and drugs know this very well. Most suffer silently while their lives fall apart. 
their children, and their families in crisis. For more than 40 years in Southern California, New Directions for Women has helped addicted women recover in a nationally recognized treatment facility in Costa Mesa. Their doors are wide open. It just takes the first step. Call New Directions for Women. The number is 888-786-0509. Again, 888-786-0509. You can also visit them at www.newdirectionsforwomen.org. New Directions for Women. They know recovery. Hey, Angels fans, get to know EVA Air, a five-star airline. We fly from Los Angeles to Taipei every day and give you perfect connections to just about any place you want to go in Asia. We're a Star Alliance member and fly super comfortable Boeing 777s with a business class where you can work and stay connected on in-flight Wi-Fi or relax and stretch out in your flatbed seat with award-winning wine. EVA Air is your best choice for business or leisure. Check schedules and promotional fares at evaair.com. Here at NextGen Air and Heat, we've received countless calls from people searching for a clean air and clean water solution, and we want to help. Our X-Purification system will destroy contaminants and purify the air within your home, and our whole home water purification systems will ensure a never-ending supply of purified water right from your faucet. And for every system sold, NextGen will be making a donation to the United Way LA Pandemic Relief Fund. From our NextGen family to yours, we're here to help you through this. 833-3-NEXTGEN. If the woman you love, your mother, wife, daughter, sister, partner, or friend is on a downward spiral from substance abuse and doesn't know where to turn, let us help. New Directions for Women, a Costa Mesa-based addiction treatment facility, has the answer. Since 1977, we have helped over 5,000 women change their lives, returning them to sober, healthy living, restoring love, hope, and dignity to them and their families. Don't wait another day. The woman you love needs your help now. Call us at 888-786-0509 or visit us at www.newdirectionsforwomen.org. Again, 888-786-0509. New Directions for Women. We know recovery. To talk to Bruce Cook, pick up the phone and dial 714-283-830. And I'm Bruce Cook, and guess what? We do have a caller. JC, we've got a caller on the line, and I think he's a big fan of yours, so let's welcome Dr. Wise to Angels Radio. Don, are you there? Hi, Bruce. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you tonight? Well, uh, I'm doing wonderful. Thank you. Uh, like everybody else in Newport Beach and the Joins, we're uh, sequestered in and uh, enjoying your show tonight. It's a pleasure to have you on. Do you have a question for your friend, J.C. Clow? J.C., I just want you to know that I have been listening to two, three, sometimes four webinars a day, specifically on these important issues of what's going to you know, happen on the other side, so to speak. And there's a tremendous amount of misinformation, but I think that, you know, you have done such a fantastic job of creating loyalty that you are definitely, you and YG and Will are definitely going to be one of the good guys to come out the backside. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be a little challenging. It's going to be probably longer than each one of us would like, but you're going to be one of the good guys. I'm sure you'll figure it out. Don, I think he will. I, I totally agree. We Stay with us for a minute, Don. JC, we sure. started talking about what you're going to do when you do come back. Do you have plans that you want to share with us? Yeah, you know, Bruce, I want to uh, thank Dr. Don Weitz for his, his uh, very kind comments. But you, you, touched something, uh, you touched on something, Bruce, before the break, and I'll tell you, you know, when we first opened our business and left, you know, uh, when William and I left Morton Steak here at South Coast Plaza, and I heard you reference South Coast Plaza with Mike, your prior caller, and, you know, that's the mecca of shopping centers. And when William and I were there uh, before we left, it was a, the number one volume Morton's in the, in the whole entire chain. And we were so fortunate 
to be here in Orange County for so many years when we had already opened our own business. And, you know, we opened in 2007. So we got about a good solid year in before the markets crashed. But, Bruce, i got to tell you, the plethora of businesses that we saw come and go during the recession, it's amazing. I'm talking restaurants that were in you know, a multitude of different counties, and we as we had them as neighbors. They came, they they left, they put a lot of money, a lot of money in TIs and their buildouts of their, you know, their buildings. But if for us, what I'm what I'm getting to, if it wasn't for such a loyal fan base and a loyal following, I think we have the best. Yeah, I know a lot of people are going to say this, but for us, our following is unprecedented. We are truly blessed. Not only our partners, you know, our, our investors, this is a you know, tough time for, for all of us, but from our investors to just the loyal individuals who followed William and YG and myself for the last 25 years, it would have been difficult, Bruce, for us to get through the recession if it wasn't for our regulars. We would have been one of those you know, after a year in business, we would have been one of those shops that folded up and, and closed our doors if it wasn't for our regular clientele. Uh, absolutely well said. Don, be careful. We're hearing some noise uh, on your phone, so please be careful. I don't want to mess up uh, JC uh, as he explains what he's going to do now when this opens up and how the restaurant might be different. And, Don, I also know that you sponsor a major luncheon at the winery. How will that be different when you get all of your gentlemen together for the Newport Beach Men's Luncheon at the winery? Will you be sitting at that one table? Are you going to have to spread out? What do you think is going to happen? Let me start with JC and then Don jump in. Yeah. So for us, Bruce, I think you're going to talk to, you know, one of my, my mentors in this business is Bill Allen. Bill's been around. I know you, you know who Bill is. He's one of the co-founders of Fleming's uh, Steakhouse chain. He, he's done just a, a, a multitude of things, but I've had a chance to live, like Dr. Don, I've, I'm on probably at least one or two webinars a day, and Bill is one of the first ones to come out and say, hey, the hospitality industry as we have known it will never be the same. You know, what that means for us, specifically in the in the fine dining segment, is that Operators like myself, my partners, the winery, you know, we are going to have to to be open, not only be open and, and embrace the whole culture that's going to delivery. You know, we've, we've been busy with curbside, but I'm talking about a lot of individuals in our, you know, in our realm of business have not been receptive to the, uh, you know, the, the Grubhubs or the Postmates or you know, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And now you're seeing all of us are saying, you know, we have to do whatever it's going to take. But I think we're going to try and take the delivery service, like a lot of individuals, to the next level. And we want to be, you know, the, the Tiffany's or, or the Nordstrom's of the delivery service. And so we've got some things up our sleeve that, you know, we're going to roll out here shortly. But you know, we're scratching and, and, and kicking and clawing and doing everything we can during this time, like a lot of individuals that are in the same boat as us. And, uh, you know, this is going to be uh, the future. You're going to see things. I don't think things are, are ever going to return to, you know, how they were. You're going to see individuals that, A, that don't have the disposable income to, to go back out and dine. You're going to see individuals that are going to be very cautious and very cognizant about their their surroundings where they do go. It's going to take our industry a long time, and so we have to be innovative. We have to, to remain on the cutting edge, and we have to be proactive and not reactive. We've got to take the initiative to get out there and develop some things, and that's what myself and my partners are doing right now uh, almost on a daily. In fact, before we got on the show, we probably sat for two hours and talked about uh, several different topics, but the whole to-go, delivery, family meals, uh, this is something that's here to stay. You know, it sounds like you're prepared and with a with a big capital P, and that's the key to, to survival. Anybody that's listening that has a small business or a restaurant, 
I'm sure that they are proud to hear what you're doing, and maybe they're going to copy you. i got to ask Don to come back on. Dr. Don, you're going to have that men's luncheon at, at J.C.'s restaurant again. How do you think it's going to be different? Well, Bruce, I took a leadership role in March, and I gave the guys copious advance notice that there was to be no touching, uh, no hugging of our hostess, et cetera, et cetera. And it was going to have to be a little bit different venue even before, you know, these events of the coronavirus really started being as evident as they are obviously today. Um, do you, you see know, all? Do you see all? I have, I have a very, I have, I have a very difficult role here because you know this is a bunch of uh, older gentlemen. Uh, I, I would have to guess, but I'm guessing our average age is. Uh, certainly uh, 60 plus in my case 70 plus so we have to be very very cautious because we are the demographic which regrettably has you know suffered the consequences of being the most vulnerable demographic in this pandemic but you know i trust jc i trust my guys uh all i can tell you bruce is i know that we'll figure it out jc do you think that those guys are going to come back are they going to put on gloves if they have to, or masks if that's required in a restaurant? Will your servers be in masks? They're talking about restaurants opening with servers and masks and gloves. Is that foreseeable? Do you think that's going to happen? You know, Bruce, I think everything's on the table right now. And, you know, you're obviously going to have OSHA, who's going to be very instrumental in working with the state, you know, health officials and agencies and partner with them. But OSHA is really going to probably be the ones who are going to mandate uh, exactly some of those things that you're saying. But I think when you walk into an establishment, if you're going to see a server in gloves or you're going to see that restaurant operator being proactive and, and doing things for, you know, that are, are going to create safety measures, uh, you know, whether it's, you know, every other table still adhering to the six feet and even going above and beyond that, we're we have met with some custom designers of where we're fabricating things for our dining room that we can move things around uh, really nice, you know, decorative glass partitions that are not intrusive, but yet if someone were to cough next to you, you're not going to have to feel like you need to get your check and get up and go. Uh, Interesting. Or, or start asking for hand sanitizer. We're trying to, you know, be the, that visionary that sees these things coming and working on it now. So hopefully by the time we open our doors here in the near future, we're going to rule out some things I think that are going to be um, unprecedented that you, you know, you just haven't seen. Well, that's going to take cash, right? It's going to take cash. And that's why uh, Dr. Don's group, I'll tell you, he's, he's put together a group of gentlemen and he has sold this luncheon out, which is once a month. This was his, his brainchild, his baby. But he has sold this lunch out, uh, for, I think this September is going to be six years, that he has sold out every single month. Now, these gentlemen are the ones, Bruce, that uh, uh, you and I can go to and, and ask them to open up their checkbooks because uh, they're the certain, certain individuals in, in Newport Beach that maybe haven't been uh, quite as impacted as the rest of us. So uh, I'm thankful to have these gentlemen as, as staunch supporters and regulars and VIPs and wine locker holders, and I'm thankful for Don for, for putting this group together. So we're going to do we're going to do on our end from the winery whatever it takes to keep these guys happy, and, and you can bet that we will. On that note, Don, we're going to say goodbye to you, and thank you for That's checking right. in. Just, let me just let me let me just correct JC. Uh, August is seven years, JC. <laughs> oh my goodness, seven years. I That's know. pretty good. Don, thank you for checking in. Dr. Don Weiss, thank you for calling tonight, Angels Radio. JC, we got a couple minutes left. I'd like you to sort of wrap it up and uh, tell us if you're concerned that if you have to separate tables and you have to do all of these modifications, which will cost money, will you still be able to be in the black? How are you going to have to adjust your finances and your costs this is a daunting challenge, not just for you, but for anybody in this business. Yeah, Bruce, it sure is. And, you know, you can look at the, uh, the nation's restaurant news, and it'll tell you that, you know, most fine dining restaurants last year, you know, out of, out of a dollar, you know, they put about a nickel in the bank. It's, it's, this is a tough business, and the individuals 
you know, who are in this business, it's usually not to get rich. These are individuals who are very passionate about what they do and, and what they love. This is a business of, of, you know, a love affair with food, with wine, the, the whole culinary realm. But we're going to have our challenges. You know, I mean, those, the, the, profit, the profit margins in our business are already so slim. Personally, if the state health agencies and officials in OSHA, you know, they mandate every other table, every six feet, I don't think that's really going to be a problem for a lot of restaurants when they, when they open back up because I think individuals are going to be very cautious. I think even more so than that, you may not have individuals out there that have the income to go out and, and spend at, you know, a, a fine dining establishment for, um, for a nice date night out when you could. JC, I, I, I hate to cut you off, but we've got yeah. just a few seconds left. I wanted to thank you so much for coming on tonight. And to wish you all the all the world and the luck that this is going to turn around and be positive for you, for everybody that's listening tonight. Thank you so much for your time. Stay safe. Thanks, Bruce. It's been a pleasure having uh, having a time with you tonight. Thank you so much. And hopefully next time we can talk some Angels baseball as well. Appside on Angels Radio, telling you to have a great week, a safe week, a healthy week. Come back next Sunday night for Bruce Cook Sunday Night Live. You've been listening to The Bruce Cook Conversation. Hear The Bruce Cook Conversation on Sundays at 6 p.m. Pacific on AM830 KLAA. And hear the podcasts of every show on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public.